0: Thanks for listening to Freelance Bristol Mum, I'm Faye Dicker and this weekend I went to the Pretty Nostalgic event which was held at the King's Western House in Bristol and one of the people who's speaking at the event is Annabelle Beforth. Now she's the founder of the wedding blog Love My Dress. If you've not seen it yet then I implore you, you don't have to be getting married to enjoy just gazing at their website. If you have a love of nostalgia then you will thoroughly enjoy just gazing at some of the beautiful images there's fresh posts every single day which is no mean feat and Annabelle herself has been blogging since November 2009 but took it up as a full-time profession in May 2010 so I started by asking her what prompted her to make the gear change and take it up full time
1: I think that actually happened when I was on maternity leave so that would have been um, in 2010 the latter half um, and I was contemplating reducing my hours because I knew I, I had a steady income from the blah, but I wasn't convinced or hadn't yet myself let myself be convinced that I could have made it a full-time profession. But as the months progressed and I started to think about reducing my hours, I, I, I figured there's something in here, there's some potentially an opportunity for me to do this full-time. Um, so come Christmas time, I just sat down and did some maths and thought, you know, if I'm going to do this, I, I ought to do it now. I better take that leap of faith. I never went back to work after that. I handed in my notice and come May, sort of May, the following year, I was full-time.
0: So you have two children now. Are they at school age? Are they preschool?
1: Yeah, I've got um, a well, nearly eight-year-old. She's going to be eight in November and she's in year three. And I have a little girl who's three who's just started nursery part-time during the week.
0: And you manage to blog every day and that's something yes. that your, your blog sort of prides itself on. And rightly yeah. so, really good, fresh content. Yeah. So in effect, you're working every day and you're doing that around family life. How the devil do you fit that
1: in? (laughs) Well, you know, we blog every weekday and we occasionally put some content out on a Sunday, uh, on a Saturday, and a Sunday will often be a bit of a roundup post. Um, I have somebody who works with me. Um, She takes an awful lot of the admin and and behind the scenes work away from me. Um, But, you know, very careful scheduling and getting yourself into a routine where you're working in advance for yourself and you can prepare posts that are there, ready to go live. Um, It is possible. Um, And if you work in in an organised fashion, which we have to, I think, um, when you're blogging and there's so many people tuning in to see that content on a daily basis, then it's possible. It's hard work, but it's possible. And you've just touched on something there. You have got, you know, a right-hand woman now,
0: um, Frankie, and she writes with spirit and personality. At what point did you
1: recognise, I need someone else? And how did you choose that person? Well, I think it must have been during maybe late 2011 certainly 2012 that I realized I was spending a lot of time on the admin side of it I think you know um I had a good number of sponsors by that time and I think what a lot of people don't realize is that with that comes a whole aspect of customer service so there's this whole big customer service beam off that is sitting bubbling away behind the scenes it needs to be nurtured and dealt with and managed all the time and I suddenly realized that it was drawing me away from being able to be creative and write creatively for the blog so um A friend in the industry connected me with another colleague who was undertaking some freelance work and she picked up my um, admin responsibilities for me, which was absolutely great. I was so nervous at the time because it was the first time I'd ever parted with any of my really hard-earned cash to buy myself some time back, but it is the best thing I ever did. And I'm constantly telling other business owners who are in a similar situation to me to do the same. Buy your time back. It is most important. You need to keep sane when you're running a small business because... You know, especially when your business is um, in the realms of social media like Love My Dresses and the landscape's changing so quickly all the time, things happen very quickly and you've got to quickly take on new roles and responsibilities all the time. It's easy to lose it and feel like you're losing control. So buying that time was amazing. Um, And then my original admin assistant went on to do other things and Frankie came on board basically I um, blogged asking for some support and we had lots of lovely bride readers applying to come work for Love My Dress not just undertake admin but write really creative content as well and that's how I got Frankie she was one of the lovely brides who I featured on Love My Dress and she's very drawn towards the aesthetic we both share so many similar styles and preferences so we make a great team because we get on so well anyway so yeah she's very much part of the team now. And you 've
0: touched on a note there it 's impossible to talk about love my just without talking about the beautiful style I mean you could just gaze at it. do you ever think you will get bored of weddings
1: no, and I categorically can put my hand on my heart and say that in all honesty. I had a really great conversation last night. I went out to lunch with a girlfriend and she said that she believes that what sets the wedding industry apart from many of the industries, including creative industries, is that we do what we do because we are so passionate about it. We love to help other people. Most of us are driven because we like to create beautiful things. In terms of Love My we're curating beautiful web content. We're not doing it for the money. We're doing it because we feel joy from being a part of somebody's special day or being able to inspire somebody who's um, planning a, a wedding, which is very precious to them. And yeah, so I don't personally think oh, I'll ever tire. tie yet. I mean, I, honestly, I know it sounds tree, but several times a week I will have tears in my eyes when I'm preparing features because they're just, our readers really connect with us. They really make that very personal um, and emotional connection because um, our content's very personal, you know, so they're very happy about sharing quite personal information um, about their experiences of planning a wedding. So it really gets to you, you know, when you're preparing these features, it's it's just, it's very, very fulfilling and I just feel like I've found my thing now. Having spent so so long as an administrator and working um, in the administrative field, I feel like I've had my calling and I'm, I'm very, very happy doing what I do. And I can't imagine not being inspired every day and loving what I do. You touched on the fact that your grandpa was actually an entrepreneur
0: himself. Yes. Do you think it's something that runs in the family? Um, was he an
1: inspirational person to you? Yeah, I definitely have a theory that it runs in the family. Um, and if it does, it's maybe skip scripture generation because my mum isn't that way inclined. She has very different skills and very different areas. But um, it's so interesting, you know, because my little girl, my little seven-year-old, is so... She, she, she's got such an entrepreneurial spirit. When, when I launched my book in April, there was a beautiful, big, fancy event in, in London... And she made some little beads, <laughs> necklaces and um, accessories. And she sold them on the night. I didn't know she was doing it. She made 60 pounds. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> uh, absolutely incredible. But I think that um, I definitely drew a lot of inspiration from him. And a lot. Um, I could see that I could identify with him as a risk taker. You know, he, he took a lot of risk setting up his own business. And he also understands the stresses and the pressures involved. And re- I really make a connection with him because of that. But he's really encouraged me to keep going, to really look after my own health and myself, because that's most important when you're running your own business. But, yeah, I definitely think there's something in there. There's something that I've picked up from him that's passed on to me, which I'm most grateful for. Now, there's only one you, and
0: you've mentioned you have to look after yourself, and your grandpa passed on some great advice there. Do you ever think, okay, what is the exit strategy? I'm not going to do this forever. Will I one day pass this on to someone?
1: I do occasionally that my thoughts sort of fly over there and I don't know the answer to that yet. I, I sometimes fantasise about whether there's be something that, you know, my daughters might end up writing about or taking over. I don't know what the... Um, I really don't know w- what's going to happen long term. But, I mean, part of that is fascinating for me, really, because um, I mentioned before, you know, social media landscape's changing all the time and it's I find it um, a thrilling challenge to almost not know that future and, and to be tested and challenged so often and you know we've I've got to constantly think about my business model and where I want to be in the next sort of 12 to 24 months but longer term yeah it's a really interesting question it'll be interesting to see how the blogosphere sort of pans out of the next five years because essentially you know anybody can blog now the tool's there to do it for free but I think what sets um one or any one blog out for the rest is the personal voice behind it. So, and we have a very, very strong voice. We connect really well emotionally with our readers. So, it'll be interesting to see in terms of longevity where Love My Jess goes. But I'm not. I don't have the exit strategy yet. No, something for me to think about. Thank you.
0: Too, all, all in the thick of it already, aren't you? Vintage is very much your style and very much your theme. Do you think, and this is very much a personal opinion, that the financial climate has had any influence on the fact that, you know, vintage is very much of the mood in the
1: moment? Yes, possibly. I mean, there's a whole um, vintage is tied up with, um, you know, um, it's recycling, it's upcycling, something that's old and already there, so it's not having to pay and, and waste new resources, and it's all about saving money, isn't it? So I definitely think there's, there's part of it that's involved, but I think uh, to me vintage represents timeless beauty so whatever era you're looking at the the fun quirky um fashions of the 50s are timeless you know a bride steps into a full circle 50s inspired or original 50s dress and looks fantastic now just as much as they did back in the era itself same with any era you know those beautiful hollywood glamour floor sweeping gowns of the 30s or the fantastic tassel short flapper dresses of the 20s, they are just as appealing now as they were back then. In fact, probably more so. So I think um, with the blogosphere having kind of exposed it a little bit, it's, it's brought all this to the fore, you know. People are, are able to see now and they've, they've, they've been able to learn much more about vintage than they ever were able to in the past because um, blogs like me have adopted it and, and fallen in love with it a little bit. so I think that's had a lot to do with it as well and finally
0: you're well and truly established on the blogging circuit you're more than a blog you're a business any advice to any new bloggers starting up?
1: Yeah oh gosh there's so much I could say Um... Get yourself organised, get your head around Google Calendar to schedule. Um, Use Google Docs, that's another brilliant way of sharing information and staying on top of things. Make sure that you're on top of what's happening in the social media scene, understand tools like Pinterest and Twitter and Facebook and use them effectively to communicate with your readers. Um, and do that regularly. Um, get your head around scheduling. You don't have to be sat next to a computer screen 24-7. You know, bloggers can take time off too. So schedule your blog posts and schedule your tweets and your Facebook updates as well, whatever. It's it's easy to do that now. And just remember that it's important to live a uh, life as well, you know. Because I think... Um, this is whole thing about social media—it's twenty-four-seven. It's all the time. You, you still need to take some time off and, and take a bit of a step away from that computer screen. And then, when you come back, it's even more enjoyable. So, and just look after yourself. Be healthy. You know, it doesn't matter how many social media followers you've got. We've got—we'll probably surpass fifty thousand Facebook followers this weekend. But getting out there is so important. Network with your industry and embrace your industry and just enjoy it.
0: Some really wise words there from Annabelle Beforth, who is the founder of Love My Dress. And if anyone can speak from a voice of wisdom, it's Annabelle. Love My Dress now receives over 250,000 unique visitors every month. What a proud boast. It's award-winning and she's also an author. If you'd like to check out her book, Style Me Vintage, it's an inspirational guide with a beautiful touch of nostalgia.